The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Uh, 15 years ago, my wife and I were sitting in my dining room table in Edmonton, Alberta, the middle of nowhere, Canada, very cold. Don't go there this past winter. Uh, one of the nights, it hit minus 60 degrees. Your eyeballs freeze at minus 60 degrees. Eyeballs. Thank God I moved out of Edmonton. Uh, my brother still lives there. I feel bad for him. Anyways, we were sitting in my dining room table, my kitchen table, and we're having breakfast. And I have a glass in my dining room. And while my wife and I are eating breakfast, all of a sudden we hear this big into the glass. Nothing, okay, whatever. We keep eating. And as we're eating, 15 seconds later, into the glass. I'm like, Marie, did you hear that? Goes, yeah, I'm like, what is that? Well, I don't know. We look at the glass, nothing. 15 seconds later, I'm like, okay, this is crazy. It's a big bang. I get up, I look at the glass, I'm standing at the glass, and I'm like, there's like bird hair or feathers on the glass. So I'm standing, I'm looking, and all of a sudden, right in front of me comes this bird, small bird from the tree in my neighbor's property, like 30 feet away, 20 feet away. This bird flies down from the tree, and boom, into the glass. Hard enough that the bird should have died right then and there. But he didn't. And he flapped his wings in the window, and he flew back. I'm like, Marina, you got to watch this bird. This is crazy. So we're standing there, we, my wife and I. By the way, my wife is here. She's back there or something. And we're standing... Oh, one more thing you should know. You know how you hear stories of all the time that this rabbi 800 years ago and 700 years ago and 500 years ago, and you read this book and blah, blah, blah and everything? The stories I'm telling you tonight happened to me. To me, not 500 years ago, it's not in a book, although one day I will write a book when I have time. They happen to me. If you want to ask questions, you can ask me. I will tell you. I have videos. I will show you how all of these things happen. Bang into the window. Bang into the window. I'm like, Marina, this is crazy. This bird's crazy. I don't know. I go to work. I come back home from work in the evening. My wife comes and goes, Don, you won't believe it. This bird has been smacking into the window the whole day. I'm like, no, it's impossible. Yeah, smacking into the window the whole day. I stand there, my whole window is covered in like bird hair and this and that. We go to bed, we hear downstairs in the window, we're upstairs, this bird smacking. Every This is the only bird that Hashem ever created that does not need sleep. This bird never slept. It's unbelievable. So... I get up in the morning, and lo and behold, what's going on in my kitchen? The bird. Bang, bang. I go to work, I come back, the bird. I get up the next morning, the bird. So now I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what this bird's trying to do. I gotta, I'm going to be tricky with this bird. So I stand behind the window waiting for this bird to fly, and when he flies, I jump out like, ah! Uh, the bird doesn't care, he smacks in the window. Then I'm like, okay, I got to figure something else out. I get a picture of an owl. An owl. I put the picture of the owl in the window, and I'm standing there behind. I'm watching. I see the bird. I know the bird is looking at me, and then the bird looks at the owl, and I'm like, Marina, the bird's not moving. I think we got this bird. Lo and behold, 10 seconds later, this bird doesn't fly into my kitchen window. He flies in my daughter's bedroom window right above it. Smartest bird. Bang, bang, bang. I go to work. I come back. Day three, I go to Home Depot, I buy a bear spray, like maize pepper spray. I, I take a ladder, I go up the tree where the bird is, I spray the, the bird disappears. I'm like, okay, I think I got him. 
I come back down, the bird comes on the tree and smacks in the window. This went on for five days. Five days. Um, I go to my, I go to the mall. We had a pigeon problem in West Edmonton Mall. And I had a bird catcher. He would catch these pigeons and release them. I'm like, hey, you got that net? He goes, yeah. I'm like, come to my house right now. He comes out. I'm like, you see that bird? Yeah. I want you to stand right here. Don't move until that bird flies in my window. You catch that bird with your net and then you drive to wherever it is and let the bird go. He's like, okay. I'm like, don't move. He's like, yeah. I go to work. I come back. This guy is standing with the net watching the bird the entire time and the bird didn't move. Didn't move. I'm like, did you? He goes, Don, the bird hasn't. I'm like, do you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, you didn't go, right? Because I told you not to move. He goes, no. I'm like, okay, give me the net. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> so anyways, nothing, nothing. Then what do I do? I call my mom. My mother's, uh, by, uh, by the way, in terms of like funny stories, this is the funniest one. It gets a little bit less funny the next one. And the third one is not funny at all. Um, I call my mom. My mom's like, I'm like, mom, this crazy bird's messing up my house, driving me nuts. I haven't slept. Blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh my God, maybe the bird's trying to tell you something. Call a rabbi, find out what to do. I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? So I call a rabbi. I call a rabbi, not Rabbi Netanelli, mistake number one. And I asked this rabbi, I'm like, rabbi, I got this bird. It's knocking on my windows, driving me nuts. I'm not sleeping. It's messing up my house. What should I do? Do you know what the rabbi said? Kill it. Take a pellet gun and shoot it. I'm like, huh? I can shoot this bird? It's like, is it bothering you? Is it damaging your house? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay. Take a gun and shoot it. I'm like, okay. No problem. I'm on my way to work. My mom calls me. Do you talk to the rabbi? I'm like, yeah, I talk to the rabbi. He, she says, what did the rabbi tell you to do? Oh my God, my mom went crazy. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh, mom, the rabbi said shoot it. What? What do you mean shoot it? You can't shoot this bird. I'm like, mom, the rabbi said shoot it. So I called the guy from the mall. He's getting his pellet gun. He's coming to shoot it. What rabbi did you call? Are there any Ashkenazim in the crowd here? <laughs> I apologize in advance. Uh, the person in the back corner raised. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, mom. I called an Ashkenazi rabbi. <laughs> oh my God, she went crazy. <laughs> what? You can't call an Ashkenazi rabbi. By, by the way, we are not racist against Ashkenazim. My wife is an Ashkenazi. She's from Russia. We love Ashkenazi people in the Gramazian family. You can't call, you got to call Rabbi Netanelli. Why did I think about calling Rabbi Netanelli? How stupid I am. Okay, you're right. I'm calling Rabbi Netanelli. Ready? For this, here's where the story gets crazy. I call Rabbi Netanelli. I'm like, Rabbi, this bird's been knocking my window, driving me nuts for a week, blah, 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 blah. He says, call me back in 20 minutes. Okay. And this is a common thing because he's said that to me many times. I call him back in 20 minutes. Here's what he says. Now, Rabbi Netanelli, I, I don't know, he's 65 years old, so it's, uh, whatever. He, he doesn't leave Los Angeles. I have a good relationship with him, but he knows nothing about my company and individuals. He says, Don, there was a person that worked for you in your company for many, many years, maybe 30 years. He passed away recently. The person, and he was Jewish, the person that passed away recently, you, he came to you before he died and he said he wanted you to do something for him. And he made you agree that you would do something for him. I'm like, okay. Uh, 
and he died. I'm like, okay. He goes, do you have a person like that in your company? I'm like, thinking for a minute. Think, I'm like, yeah, I do. There's a Jewish Israeli guy that worked for me, for my family for 30 years, and he died three months ago. He says, okay, good. This bird is the Gilgul reincarnation of the person that died um, three months ago. And he's coming back to your house to knock on your window to tell you, is everybody listening? So far, pretty crazy, right? Uh, you've heard nothing yet. Nothing. He's coming to tell you that he has unfinished business with you. Something is going on. You need to look into it. I'm like, what should I do? He goes, okay. Does he have a wife? Yes. Does he have kids? Yes. Have you spoken to them? No. Okay. Call the wife and kids and find out what's going on. I'm like, they moved to Toronto. He says, okay, call Toronto and find out. Now, this person, when he died, before he passed away, he goes, Don, I don't have a lot of money. I have a son and, a, and my wife. They don't, please help them. Please don't let them go. I gave my whole life to family. Please take care of them. I'm like, no problem. Of course I will do that. I love you. My family loves you. I paid for his funeral. I flew the whole family to, to Eretz Israel. We buried him there. I gave his family a lot of money. I helped them, that insurance, everything. Everything you can imagine, everything. And I'm like, so what do I do? I find out where this person lives. I pick up the telephone. I call the rabbi in Toronto where she davens. And the rabbi says, I go, how is this person doing? He goes, why are you calling me? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm calling you to find out. Are you calling me out of the blue test? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you don't know anything? I'm like, no, I don't know. He's like, seven days ago, she was living in a one-bedroom apartment with her son, and she doesn't have money. They threw her out. She's now living in a basement of somebody's house. She's gotten really, really in bad shape, and her son has gotten in bad shape. And it's an absolute disaster. We're trying to raise money to uh, help this family. I'm like, how much money are you trying to raise? Says uh, $700 a month plus another $1,200 for insurance and health insurance and what you call it. Um, I'm like, okay, sit tight. I call Rabbi Netanelli. I ask Rabbi Netanelli, Rabbi, what should I do? He says, you, you cover that amount right now, right now. I'm going to send you a Kamea. A par uh, uh, he's going to write an amulet, amulet on a parchment. He goes, you tell the rabbi you're going to cover that cost. Do that. I will send you this parchment. You'll have it tomorrow. Put the parchment in the window. Stand there. You can watch the bird. When you put the parchment in the window and you've told the rabbi and the rabbi has told her that everything is okay, his Gilgul will be fine. He won't smack your window anymore and he'll leave right then and there. I take the parchment. I put in the window. I'm standing in the window. I'm looking at this bird. I made the payment. As soon as I put the parchment in the window, I, I know it's crazy that this bird was looking at me the whole time. I have nightmares about this bird. Uh, the bird looked and the bird flew away. And the bird never came back again. After this story happened, I called Rabbi Nancy. I'm like, Rabbi, what, uh, like, what's going on? You know? He says to me, he goes, Don, uh, Gilgulim is a very, very big thing. You have to be very careful when you say and make a commitment to somebody and they pass away. It's not something that you can joke with. And Khasrashalam that my family would joke. We did everything I did, everything I thought I needed to do to support these people, but it was absolutely not enough. Absolutely not enough. By the way, Rabbi Netan, I said, he goes, but the bird really wanted to knock on your dad's window, but your dad has a lot of zakhut, 
and he's very powerful, so the bird was afraid he's knocking on your, your window, which, by the way, I'm like, what am, like, what am I, a loser? Like, the bird's knocking, you know, made me feel bad. But whatever, I, I'm younger, so I accept that. Here's the craziest part. Rabbi Natan says, by the way, Don, what kind of bird was it? I'm like, and I researched, I'm like, oh, it was a blue-chested robin. You know what he said next? Don, was the name of the person who passed away Reuven? I'm like, yeah, Reuven, Reuven. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.